This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Earlier this week, we asked, will he or won't he? Would President Trump wear a mask when he took a tour of one of Ford's plants making medical equipment for the virus crisis? After all, Ford is following CDC safety procedures that mandate that anyone going into its plants has to wear a mask. When the president showed up at the plant, Bill Ford told him it would be great if he wore a mask. So the president put on a black mask with the presidential seal, and he wore it while Bill Ford took him on a private walk around of several historical and new Ford GTs. There's even a picture of President Trump wearing the mask. We don't have the copyright to that photo, so we can't show it to you here, but the Detroit Free Press has that photo, and you can take a look by clicking on the show notes in today's script. But the president did take off the mask when he toured the plant where all the TV cameras were. Nissan is in a real sales and profit slump and has to totally restructure the company. Last year, it announced plans to lay off 12,500 employees worldwide. But now, with the coronavirus adding to its woes, Japan's Kyoto News Service reports that the automaker will cut 20,000 jobs, mostly in Europe and in developing countries. To help weather the storm, it will focus on strengthening its alliance with Renault and Mitsubishi to share technology and consolidate production. Nissan is also likely to cut its annual sales target by 1 million vehicles, but we'll learn more when it updates its midterm plans next week. But you gotta ask, how much danger is Renault really in? The French government is considering giving Renault a 5 billion euro loan to help it through the current crisis. And the French finance minister warns that if the automaker does not get that loan soon, and I quote here, Renault could disappear. While the loan has yet to be signed, it's hard to imagine the French government letting Renault and that many jobs just go away. Back in 2018, Chinese automaker Geely stunned the automotive industry when it announced it had bought nearly a 10% stake in the German automaker Daimler. Since then, the two companies have strengthened that relationship. They formed a joint venture based in China to build electric smart cars, created a separate ride-hailing company, and invested in Volocopter, a passenger drone company. And earlier today, Geely's chairman, Li Shufu, said he is exploring even deeper ties with Daimler. With the pandemic hurting automakers all around the world, we expect to see even more collaboration like this between different car companies. General Motors is going to slash the number of powertrain combinations that it uses. They'll go from 555 today for its ICE powertrains to only 19 combinations with its EV propulsion systems. And according to J.D. Power, we need to see more consolidation like that. In 2019, of the 13.6 million retail sales in the U.S., 600,000 of them came from unique configurations, and that does not include color. Some of those specific build combinations will generate sales of only 50 or fewer units, and they can sit on dealer lots well past the time of profitability. Without naming the bottle, J.D. Power says there's one example that sits on a dealer lot for over 80 days, brings in less than $100 of profit to the dealer, and makes up less than 25% of that vehicle's total sales. 
And that's why J.D. Power is urging automakers not to build these so-called unicorns, especially in the current environment. Mini is expanding its value-oriented Oxford edition for everyone. Previously, the two-door and four-door hardtops were equipped with thousands of dollars worth of options for free, but they were only made available to college students and military personnel. Now anyone can get an Oxford edition Mini, which now includes the Countrymen. It comes with upgraded 18-inch wheels, anthracite headliner, heated front seats, automatic climate control, and a choice of six exterior colors, which would normally cost about $5,500 at no additional charge. Hardtop models are available now, while the Countryman Oxford Edition will arrive in July. We keep pointing out that the automotive industry plays a major role in any economy. And if governments want to restart their economies as they start to come out of the coronavirus crisis, they need to get their auto industry back on its feet. In the U.S., for example, the automakers, their suppliers and dealers, and other automotive-related businesses employ 10 million people. And if you add up all the money generated from selling and servicing cars, as well as all the income those people earn and the taxes they pay, it comes to $953 billion a year. Let's just call it a trillion dollars. So. The economy will not get going again until the auto industry gets going again, and vice versa. Bentley just held a design competition for all of its employees to design their own Mulliner Bacalar, and they just picked the winner. This rainbow-themed paint scheme is the design of Eleanor and uses colors that have been used on all Bentley's different models. It will be turned into a production model and limited to just 12 examples. What is it about British luxury cars and honeybees? Bentley, like Rolls-Royce, is helping to increase the honeybee population. It's had two hives for several years now, and those bees recently returned from hibernation to the company's headquarters to start making honey again. Bentley is going to add three more hives, which will increase its population from 120,000 bees up to 300,000. The colonies are expected to produce about 200 jars of honey for this season. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. There's a lot of virtual car racing going on these days, and now gamers have another car to choose from. Mazda debuted the RX Vision GT3 concept for the Gran Turismo Sport video game. We see a lot of inspiration from the MX-5 Miata in the concept, but it's wider, sleeker, and has a fixed hardtop. Mazda says it hopes to gain new fans of the brand with this car, and anyone who uses Mazda vehicles in the game will automatically be granted rights to participate in the Gran Turismo Championship later this season. This week, I've had the pleasure to test drive a Toyota Highlander. A pleasure because it's such a plush and comfortable vehicle. I drove a loaded platinum model that seemed to have every conceivable option, and the price certainly reflected that, and more on that in a minute. Open the doors, and your eyes rest on a warm and inviting two-tone interior 
with a dark brown background accented by seats and door inserts trimmed in a color that Toyota calls glazed caramel. I gotta tell you, just looking at the interior brought my stress level down and made me feel more relaxed. And it's not just a visual trigger, it's a sensory one too. The wide seats and armrests are upholstered with supple, soft padding. The rear seats have good thigh support and there's plenty of headroom, legroom, elbow room, and cargo room. The dashboard is dominated by a 12.3-inch touchscreen that looks even bigger because it sits above the radio and HVAC controls that all fit into one large black panel. And it comes with what Toyota calls Safety Sense 2.0, which includes all the latest safety tech from automated emergency braking with pedestrian detection to rear cross-traffic alert. Under the hood, the hybrid packs a 2.4-liter four-cylinder engine and an eight-speed automatic. The transaxle has two electric motors that, interestingly, are coaxially connected with a parallel shaft instead of a planetary gear set. Altogether, the package puts out 243 horsepower, which produces more than adequate acceleration for a vehicle of this class. When you put your foot into the throttle, it produces a different kind of sound than what you'd expect, sort of a back-of-the-throat growl. It's not a performance sound, it's just different. The whole package delivers 36 miles to the gallon, though with all-wheel drive, that drops by 1 mpg. But that is an impressive 7 miles to the gallon more than the outgoing hybrid model. So let's talk price. The base model starts around $35,000, but as I said, I drove a loaded all-wheel drive Platinum Edition that was $52,500, including destination charges. That's a lot of money, but you do get near Lexus levels of luxury. And that wraps up this week's worth of reports. We're going to be off for the Memorial Day holiday, but we'll be right back here again on Tuesday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.